You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, and we're back to talk two more episodes of Fear the Walking Dead's seventh season. I'm going to try really hard for next week, Aurora, to do what we normally do, which is one episode at Mm -hmm. a time. But Mm -hmm. for now, we're kind of accidentally doing this sort of two episodes at a time thing. But That's okay. The second episode, uh, well, I I plan on putting this podcast up after episode four has aired, but just in case, uh, we're going to be talking about episode four, which as of this recording, it hasn't even aired on television yet. So Mm -hmm. uh, potential spoilers for people if they they haven't seen that episode yet, because it will be fresh and new by the time this episode of the podcast gets posted. Um, so let's start with season seven, episode three, Cindy Hawkins. So this is the episode where we catch up with John Dory senior and June mm-hmm. and they're in that bunker just below the corpses of Teddy and Dakota. Although, well, we don't really see Dakota's, but Teddy's is still there, I guess. And Dakota's is too. Is it? I didn't notice yeah. Dakota's. Oh, yes. That's a yes. shame. Uh, Over the course of a couple of months, John and June establish a routine while waiting out the year that June has determined is the time that they must wait before it is safe to come out of the bunker. However, the bunker becomes increasingly unstable over time, with a wall collapse smashing their supply of liquor, revealing a secret room where Teddy had killed and embalmed his victims back in the 1970s. John goes into alcoholic withdrawal and experiences hallucinations as a result of Teddy's last victim, Cindy Hawkins, whose body John had never been able to find. His hallucinations and guilt over his failures cause him to search for clues to the location of her body with disregard to anything else. At one point, John emerges from the bunker due to Cindy calling to him, and after putting down a re... This is a reanimated Dakota. Was that Dakota? Yeah. What? How? How is she just not completely obliterated by the blast? See, that's what I thought, too, when I saw it. I'm like, is that supposed to be Dakota? And I guess it was. Yeah. But that means she would have had to somehow survive the blast in a way that Uh, would allow her body to reanimate. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, after he puts down a reanimated Dakota, he finds three of the mysterious group known as the Stalkers watching him. They demand that John and June surrender while John realizes that June has been lying this whole time about how long they have to wait because she's afraid of facing the outside world without John Jr. Mm -hmm. Briefly abandoning June to search for Cindy's body, John finally snaps out of it in time to kill the the Stalkers and save June. The two subsequently discover Cindy's body 
buried in the bunker's walls by accident, bringing John some peace. The bunker then collapses, but the two are rescued by Victor Strand's men and brought to the tower. When Morgan arrives at the bunker searching for his friend, Strand contacts him on the radio, revealing that he intends to build the kind of world that Morgan couldn't, which Morgan encourages him to do. However, Morgan threatens to also kill his former friend if Strand hurts any of the people that he cares about, but Strand is unconcerned by his threats. What did you think of episode three? Before I go into like June and jump Tori, mm-hmm. that conversation between Morgan and Strand was so funny to me because <laughs> at some point Strand is like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm building what what you couldn't do. And Morgan was like, yeah, good. That's good. Great. <laughs> That's what we want to happen, right? Great. <laughs> he thinks like he's doing like this, this, you know, thing to like yeah. shove in, in Morgan's face and Morgan is like, he's yeah, going to be so jealous. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did like that. Um, Morgan like kind of like threatens him if he hurts anybody and he's like, and Strand is like, bring it. And I was like, you don't say that to Morgan Jones. Yeah. That's a really bad idea. That's a very bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like June's story, uh, with John Sr. That was kind of, to me, was kind of like a Walking Dead slash Criminal Minds episode. Mm-hmm. Right? It was like, I I said this in, in, in the previous season that I really liked the idea of um, a serial killer in this world and how scary that is. Um, yeah. And the fact that they found, you know, kind of like a secret room where he was doing all these unspeakable things. <laughs> um, and who found the room is the person that was hunting him this whole time. Um, again, yes. huge coincidence. <laughs> huge yes. coincidence. Um, but it worked. It was, it, was, uh, it was a different episode, and I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I... Uh... First, really happy to hear the mamas and the papas at the beginning of this. I love California Dreamin', but uh, they really kind of ruined this song for me afterwards. Like, thinking about Teddy, like, experimenting on and murdering people listening to this. So, that sucked. But other than that, uh, I mean, I there were a lot of things that stuck out to me. Number one, I was... It appears these bunkers are built out of buses, Aurora? It looks like it, yeah. I have so many questions. <laughs> how did they get there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how, did, there. how did Teddy arrange for any of these things to happen? Yeah. Uh, d- he'd have to buy buses. He'd have to... Uh, he could buy them and then, I guess, drive them to the location. But, you know, then, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about the cost of, like, the excavation equipment and uh, the reinforcement and... It didn't look like the full buses were there, kind of just the the tubes of the buses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here questioning, like, the construction. Like, how did any of this occur? Uh, <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But yeah, yeah. Um, it turns out it was also not super sturdy. And it had been there since the 70s. Um, yeah, I, I kept also asking, like, how do they, how can they tell time? Yeah, well, at, at some point, John Sr., when he was on the radio, was like, we're on this all the time during the day, or at least what we think is the day. Right. Because he's not, he can't be Every time that they would go to sleep, I'm assuming they didn't have any watches or any clocks. No. That's that's what I'm assuming. Um, Kind of circadian rhythm stuff, I'm guessing. (laughs) They would say goodnight to each other, and I would be like, 
I feel like I'm sleepy all the time. I feel like I, I would get lost so, so fast. I don't know what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be sleeping all the time. <laughs> okay, another thing that I really enjoyed about this, aside from like the bunker thing, which I didn't really enjoy as much mm-hmm. as it was just a, a puzzle for me to figure out. I really yep. enjoyed the dichotomy between um, John and June. I mean, like at first it felt a little like anxiety-ish because they mm-hmm. started repeating. Like we were getting it essentially from John's perspective. Uh, but I think we were sort of also getting this idea of him becoming kind of slowly dry over time, like mm-hmm. uh, like drinking less. But it was the same thing every day, every morning. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's... Like that's a little bothersome to me. I know how that feels. I hate that feeling. But yeah, I was I was really annoyed by that he would wake up every day by June making coffee. Yes. I feel like after a week I will be like, Can you stop? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just wait until I wake up yeah. to start doing that, please? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I can think of worse ways to wake up to, you know, somebody making coffee is pretty good. But, of course. <laughs> um, I, and like, okay, so you were getting the sense, too, that he seemed kind of annoyed because it seemed like he snapped out of sleep every single time. Yes. But, um, you know, I, and maybe maybe that wasn't the intent, but that's also the sort of like what I got as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Outside of that, um, when this broke down into sort of like, like you said, sort of like a Criminal Minds episode. Yes. I like that's when I was in. In fact, that's like when the episode lost me a little bit at the end is sort of like, you know, when they figured out the end, like. Mm-hmm. Her body was just there. Right. Like, I know they had to wrap it up because the show can't be about this. Mm-hmm. But I was I was interested in this story. Like, yeah. I... Part of me was like... Um, you know, he was talking to, like, the hallucination of Cindy. And Cindy's telling him stuff, but it's only information that he already knows. Because mm-hmm. Cindy's just a hallucination. She's just him. So she doesn't know anything extra that he doesn't already know. But they were talking about like her brother's house and like maybe her body's across the street from her brother's mm-hmm. place. And I thought this, he was going to go on this like trek to find this out. Like I thought we were going to find out some sort of thing that like Teddy like didn't kill her or something. And like her brother did it or her brother like worked with Teddy or something. I don't know. Right, I thought there was right. going to be some big murder mystery like or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it didn't even have to be that, but uh i was just i was engaged in that part of the story and then like you know it's you Mm -hmm. know the stalkers and all that stuff and then they just wake up at strands um and strand is like full-on bad guy at this point oh he's so full of himself yeah he's dressed in this freaking uniform and even he takes this shot his kind of this backhanded shot at john senior when john turns down the drink and Strand just glares at him and says, maybe later. Mm-hmm, like, almost mm-hmm. in a you're going to fall off the wagon kind of way, right, just to be a dickhead. Right. Um, but yeah, I, for the most part, I really like this episode. Do, do you have anything yeah. else you want to add? And uh, What would you give it? I mean, I think that we've seen so many disturbing things in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I could not 
stop thinking about how creepy it is that they were in that bunker for the because they were there for a long time yeah um uh, and the fact that they were sleeping feels yeah like. the, the fact that they were sleeping next to this room where this serial killer was doing all these things and yep. then one of the victims was there with them oh like it, I, I know what you're saying like it, they kind of like wrapped it up quickly and they didn't develop the story more but yeah the hindsight feeling it, but it was it. creepy yeah but it was creepy to to know that and i yeah i enjoyed that additional creepy yeah. factor mm-hmm. to the show mm-hmm. yes i mean not um, to send you rummaging through all of your crawl spaces aurora but like that could be happening to any one of us right now oh yeah uh, and we have no idea yeah. when uh, i moved into our house i made my husband look into every single <laughs> <laughs> you know, hole in the wall, like the attic. I just want you to make sure that there's nothing here that's weird. <laughs> there are no, there are no corpses. There's no, no. weird arrangement of mannequins sitting around yes. at a table or anything. Yes. No, no. <laughs> anything yes. that would make me want to move immediately. Yeah, I immediately. That's how I, I know that I, I watch way too many horror shows and movies because I was like, can you please just check every yeah. single place in this house to make sure we don't have anything weird? <laughs> yeah. Well, I looked in the basement and there was nothing there except for this table in the middle of the room that was lit by a single light and there was a Ouija board on it. Uh, <laughs> I'll be like, that's fine. That's me. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> that's awesome. It's okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, that was, I, I put that there it was the first thing I did when we, when we got here <laughs> before I, before I did anything else. Yes. I need to communicate with any spirits in this house. <laughs> yes. That's very important. Um, yeah, I I didn't think about that. I didn't think about the hindsight of, like, once you discover it. And that room, it's not like, uh, that secret room, That's it's not like Dexter was killing people in there, Aurora. That place right. was not clean. There was blood everywhere and just gross jars filled with mm-hmm. gross fluids and yep. just ridiculousness and... Yeah, uh, yep. it was just ugh, to know you were there yeah. for like months and it's like, yep. Yeah. And then you, you've got to sleep and you're facing that room. Mm hmm. That was, yeah, very disturbing. Ugh, the worst. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> it sounds like you liked the episode, though, Aurora. What did you I give did. it? I mean, as a huge fan of true crime, um, this was right on my alley. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I gave it a four and a half. I oh, really liked it. Okay, yeah. I gave it a four. I thought this was okay. a really good episode. Uh, it, it lost me a little bit at the end because, again, mm-hmm. I was really more caught up in the true crime element of it. Just, I think just because I, I really like it when this show sometimes veers off its path and... Mm-hmm kind of you know like all of a sudden this like kind of near future zombie apocalypse thing all of a sudden delved into a 70s crime drama Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i'm like oh man i don't i was i was here for it but yeah yeah, i like the episode i thought it was pretty good it was Mm -hmm. so next up episode four of season seven is called breathe with me and We're four episodes in, Aurora, to a new season, so you know what that means. It's time to catch up with literally everybody else that we haven't caught up with yet. At once. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And uh, and as it turns out, uh, pretty much everybody else is all living in one space. 
Yeah, they're fine. So that worked. (laughs) (laughs) That worked out pretty good, right? I think uh, all in all. So Sarah, basically, it's Sarah waking up in this place. Isn't the last time we saw Sarah? Wasn't she on like one of those helicopters? Yeah, they were all in the helicopter. Yeah, we have. Okay, so we don't even know where they are Mm -hmm. or how they got there. She yep. woke up and she's there. Everybody else is there. And by everybody, like Daniel and, oh God. Luciana. Luciana. And, well, not Alicia. Alicia's the only one we haven't seen, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Daniel was there. Luciana was there. Uh, Charlie was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Althea, she was there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. pretty much everybody else was there. And the only person who's not there, though, is Wendell, mm-hmm. Sarah's bro. And she wants to go looking for him. But, like, you know, no no such luck, right? Mm-hmm. She's looking everywhere. Cannot find him. And uh, then we... Uh, we run into oh, I can't remember the guard's name. Um, Josiah. Is it Josiah? I think so. Um, Do you mean the guy that like was looking for Morgan? Yeah, yeah, Josiah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. guy whose brother was the bounty hunter. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, for the record, just to call back to the last episode, we were absolutely right, Aurora. We were right the whole <laughs> yes. time. We were professionals. who we were very good at our jobs. <laughs> yes. We knew Confirmation. Confirmed. Yeah. I mean, we didn't need it confirmed or because we knew. (laughs) We knew. But, you know, it's I I guess it's okay to have that little stamp of approval there from the (laughs) the folks who make the show. Uh, So she (laughs) she runs into him and uh, and Rufus, I believe, the the pup Mm -hmm. and the bloodhound. And yeah, she's. He's looking for Morgan. She's looking for Wendell. And he's like, yeah, maybe we can help each other out. Like mm-hmm. you get because while she's on the on the walkie listening for Wendell, Morgan picks up her signal and she's super happy to hear him. And she's like, you got to meet up with us. Here, here's where we are. And uh, instead, Josiah, Josiah is like, look, we can, you know, you bring him to me. And I'll help you find Wendell. And Sarah is... I think she's playing along with him. I don't think she ever really intended to give Morgan over to no, this guy. No, no. Yeah. But they're working together for a while. They come across mm-hmm. a guy who seems to be collecting walkers. And they're close. Yes. Yeah. That's very uh, weird. He's got them like hold... Like he's literally like rounding them up like cattle uh he's got them well, at- but he's but he's like he says that he's like spreading them i guess that's what he says and i, and I was like what <laughs> i already that's already happening dude like, yeah yeah you really don't need <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm gathering all of this air so i can help spread it out a little bit more <laughs> uh like i I appreciate what you're saying, man, but like it's 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 already happening. You don't we don't need your help, but you know your heart's in the right place, I guess, kind of. Um, yep. But they they um, they follow him back to where he's keeping even more walkers, and Sarah sees Wendell's wheelchair, and uh, 
they want to know where the person was who was in the wheelchair. And this fella, I don't remember what his name is off the top of my head, but H- Howard, maybe? I don't um, know. Uh, I think it might be Howard. Anyway, he's basically insinuated that a, a zombie was attached to this wheelchair, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, immediately in my mind, I'm like, it wasn't Wendell. It's something else. Because right. um, I, I don't think they would just kill a character off screen like that. So Right, right. Um, yeah, and later it gets you know confirmed for us or whatever mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, he says something kind of rude, I guess, or whatever. Like, maybe you can find him crawling around out here or something. And yeah. Sarah's like, I'm going to kill this asshole. And then he lets loose a bunch of walkers and then escapes. So she gets back to the Jeep or whatever uh, that Josiah is driving around in. He's uh, his park ranger Jeep. Cause I guess that's what he was mm-hmm, prior to mm-hmm. all of this. And it's at this point that Sarah's like, oh, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to dump him. I got a car. I got a dog. I don't need anything else. Uh, I'm going to meet up with Morgan. Uh, but Josiah kind of catches up with her and she tries to still get rid of him after all of this, but <laughs> is unsuccessful. And eventually they do run in to Morgan Mm -hmm. and there's a confrontation between Morgan and Josiah and Josiah's whole thing is like, I'm not going to finish off Morgan. His brother is the guy that Morgan decapitated. He still keeps his Mm -hmm. head in a box Yep. and he's going to do it. But then there is uh, some shit that goes down and Rufus gets bitten, I think by the, brother's head right yes yes uh and Worst thing has, has ever happened in this, sh- in this show by the way oh by far <laughs> and uh sarah then splits josiah's brother's head in two so this it's a good thing he's already dead aurora but yeah. like what a what a way to go twice for this mm-hmm, guy mm-hmm. um and immediately like as soon as josiah sees the the bite on rufus is just like i regret everything like, yep. this was such a big mistake. Like, what the fuck am I doing? What have I done? Mm-hmm. And they have to put the dog down, which was horrible. Mm-hmm. And but then I guess this whole thing, like Josiah's like, I guess I'm a good guy now and I'm going to hang out with you guys. Really sorry <laughs> about all this. <laughs> Did a complete 180. Like he I mean, look, this that's the power of dogs, I guess, Aurora. Yeah, is, Absolutely. He just f- completely flipped the script on this guy. He's Absolutely, just like, yeah. he's like, I made a horrible mistake with the dog and now I'm good and I'll never do a bad thing ever again. And I'm going to hang out mm-hmm. with you guys and we're friends. Yep. So that's what happened there. And mm-hmm. they eventually they uh, end up going to Strand's building to talk to him and Strand confronts them in person and she wants to know if Wendell is there. And he's like, actually, yeah, he's totally here and he's fine. Um, but he will not let them in. None of them can come in and Wendell can come out, but if he does, he's not allowed to go back in either. Mm-hmm. And Sarah is basically like, look, just don't tell him we were here. We'll, we'll, we'll just leave or whatever. And they stick with Morgan, even though strand outs Morgan to be like, he's got nothing like, they're barely they're barely pulling by or whatever mm-hmm. um but uh yeah strand is a is an asshole uh aurora yep. do you have anything else you'd like to add about 
uh, episode four. I mean, she even says something like, you know, I, I see that Strand still likes to smell his own farts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he still likes the smell of his own farts. <laughs> yep. Typical Sarah. I was like, I was like, yep, you're right. <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I, I like the episode, but the thing that I liked the most in the episode was the idea of uh, breathing and how she would get this like panic attacks and uh, Josiah would help her through them. Mm -hmm. um, and then she shares the story of Hawaii, like she calls Wendell her brother when they're not actually like blood siblings. Um, but she was like a premature baby and the only way that she would breathe in the hospital is when they put Wendell next to her. Um, yeah. And I thought that was just so beautiful. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that whole like, connection. And I, I just thought that that was my favorite part of the episode. Um, but I did hate that that dog died. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. The instant, the instant I saw that, I'm like, this is going to be Aurora's least favorite episode by far. Um, yeah. And we've it, never seen like, what uh, we've never seen have we seen what happens when zombies bite animals no i i don't think i've i mean maybe we've seen something like that and i feel like maybe they showed something like this in the early seasons of walking dead but i don't i don't know i don't think they reanimate yeah we we've never seen a zombie uh animal right not that i'm aware of we've seen like dogs that are like uh, aggressive, but I don't think it's because they were bit. Yeah, they're just wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for a zombie horse. I cannot believe I've not seen this. <laughs> <laughs> this is something we should have seen already. Um, right? But yeah, it was when he got bit, I, I was like, oh, you know, he's hurt, but I didn't think he was going to die because mm -hmm. we've never seen uh, an animal go through it. Yeah, not not that I can remember anyway. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that was bad. That Sucked. Was bad. Um, I mean, it's nice that we finally get our catch up with people, uh, but everybody else kind of felt. I mean, other than Daniel, Daniel got some lines, Charlie got some lines, but mm -hmm. everybody else was kind of just there, and the rest, like yeah, they're just they, sort of. And there. they keep like explaining things, like all in one. At one point, said like, "Oh, it's better if you don't know how we got here. It's better if you don't know who those people are that were in the helicopter." And like, mm -hmm. I, this is giving me this is not no information here at all. Yeah, um, they're just magically fine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the in the after show, like bits or whatever, they're like, "We wanted to keep that as vague as possible because we don't want to give. Mm -hmm. We don't want to give." Um, we don't want to give too much away. And I'm like, well, okay, yes, but perhaps at the detriment of, of everything. Because it did very... I had forgotten they were even taken away by those people in the helicopter. And then they're just there at this place, wherever they right. are. And I don't even know the distance that Sarah and Josiah traveled. Yeah. Because there was no talk at the end of this of like, we can just go back to where my group is. Where everyone right. else is, because it seems like they were doing pretty okay for themselves where they were. So mm -hmm. why couldn't they just go back there? Why is it we must go to the sub and live there or whatever? Uh, I don't know, because the, the whole thing was that there was this like a uh, dud, that this warhead that didn't go off. But it's like leaking radiation next to, like close to where they are. 
Yes. But I don't know how that's worse than where Morgan is. Yeah. I mean, where there's actual <laughs> nuclear fallout. Yes. Yes. They're I, living in a sub. Yeah. I feel like it's not as comparable. Yeah. No. Uh, although one of the groups, is it the stalkers? Some, one of the groups has the warhead at the end of the episode. I think it's revealed. Yeah. I'm not right? sure if those are the stalkers or if they're other people. Because those mm. are the same people that were like spreading the, the walkers. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, but I don't. I don't think that they are the same as the stalkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll find and out how professional we are it. still, Aurora, with <laughs> this assumption. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why they need that warhead. It seems like they are trying to cause damage because they yes. are spreading the walkers. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm curious to see what the reasoning is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're like, look, just maybe they're. Uh, I don't know, Aurora. Maybe they're. Uh, they're like Greenpeace or something. They're like, look. Uh, the world needs to heal itself. It's not going to happen until all the humans are dead. So we got to like, you know, <laughs> maybe <laughs> we, <laughs> we listen, can, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if at some point in this show, there's like a zombie rights group. Oh my God. Maybe, right. Like mm-hmm. th- maybe these people are like, oh, you know, zombies deserve to be here too. Yeah. So let's just spread them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen the end of Shaun of the dead. Like they integrated <laughs> zombies into society at the end of that movie. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we can have that, right? Uh, can I? I too want a zombie Nick Frost to live in my garage and we can play <laughs> video games together. Uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, any final thoughts on episode four and what would you give it? Um, I gave this one a four. Yeah, me too. I really, yeah. I still like this one as well. Um, you know, it's weird. It's. I guess it's weird. The only thing that's weird to me, Aurora, is that it's taken Strand so long to become the villain. This show's been on for seven years, and he feels like he's kind of always been this person. Oh, yeah. 100%. He was just picking yeah. a spot, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, now well, he's got seen, it. Have we seen in previous uh, seasons, mm-hmm. every time a person goes into power this quickly and gets it in, you know, gets to the, their head, yeah. the fall is even bigger. Yeah, it doesn't uh, end very so. well now. I have like I have kind of like a premonition that someone is gonna like push him over the edge of that building. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it won't end well for Strand. It I don't won't, think. and he will fall in the in the pool like the sea of zombies that is outside. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's gonna happen at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, everybody, that's the podcast for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, as a listener-supported podcast, there are a couple of different ways that you can help support Cinema Geekly. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly, and the merch store, geeklymerch.com. Links for both are in the show notes for this episode. Also, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead. Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time to hear us talk more Fear the Walking Dead. That's right. We're in fear. Fear the Walking Dead, (laughs) Season 7, Episode 5. It's called Till Death.